All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. If you couldn't hear the fart start of the show, fart of the show, I made a fart noise. And then <laughs> I talked about how disappointing it was that we throw this big party and the Oilers fall flat on their face. Like again, some bounces didn't go their way. I get it. We'll talk about the goaltending in a little bit. I'll get, I get it. Still disappointing. Very, very disappointing. Yeah. You know, obviously we hype this team up going into the season opener. Every other team in the league will do exactly the same. And when you lose, it sucks. But when you lose like that, it sucks even worse. And yesterday was just so disappointing. And Aaron and I did after dark yesterday and the comments were exactly the same. Like It was frustrating to see the lack of effort. I think that's what bugged me the most was the work ethic from the team. Just the sick. passion was the, the word you passion, were throwing around the last passion night. Was not oh. there. And I get it's game one, but also you should be up for game one. You should be ready to go for game okay. one. And these guys have played a lot. And also, what did we hear? Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl are bringing the team in early. Yeah. Captain skates starting on September 4th. And from day one, this team's going to mean business. And maybe looking back at the preseason, we should have been a little bit more concerned. We had a nice <laughs> chuckle about Leon Dreisaitl laughing when he missed the open net and the Oilers toying with the other teams in the offensive zone during the preseason. I don't think there are any serious problems with this team. It's no, game one. Me neither. Might take a while for their goal differential to recover. We'll talk about <laughs> that in a little bit. We'll play a little game. But 
They laid an egg. It was really bad. It's disappointing because, again, all we heard is about how this year's team is going to be different. They're dialed in. They're focused. All of that stuff. Connor yeah. McDavid and Leon Dreisettle are not going to sit around and let this team not show up the way they weren't showing up to the start of games in the playoffs. And then what do we see? It's exactly that. <clears throat> um, Tyler Mulek makes a great point. After the first two goals, they just rolled over. 100%. They, they really did. And, and like I'm going to say something. I'm not putting the blame on this guy by any means, but from that Vincent Dehane fight onwards, the Oilers did absolutely nothing in that hockey game. Mm-hmm. It was it was a strange time to fight, and it felt like something that was giving Vancouver the momentum in the moment Maybe, rather yeah. than Edmonton. And also, you take Philip Broberg right out of the game, essentially, when you do that, right? You're already uh-huh. kind of shorthanded as well because you're only 11 forwards. I know they do that often anyway, but either way, you're down two players. Your players, you're then out of a rhythm early in the game defensively. Like your matchups aren't going as yeah. the way you probably planned. And then Vancouver, it was two nothing after one, right? Like they scored two goals after that. And I think the other's first shot after that fight came in like the last minute or two of the period. I actually don't think they got one to the second. Yeah, there was a there was at least six shots in a row Vancouver yeah. had, and the others yeah. didn't count with anything. And it's just it was so strange. Mm-hmm. It was such a strange moment. I found like. When you watch it, you think, yeah, great fight. But then you evaluate and it's like, yeah, maybe that wasn't as great as it seemed. Okay. Let's lighten the mood a little bit. Let's overreact to what we saw last (laughs) night. Uh, Game one, night one overreactions. My favorite one came from someone on Twitter by the name of I Miss My Hunter. At Jodes from AB is the name. At Jodes from AB said, nope. Teams have figured out Woodcroft systems. Mason's, it meant say Manson. Manson's defensive game is a joke. Same with Schwartz as goalie coach, end parentheses, and can contain McDavid now. No way this team will go 7-1 in the first 10. They'll be lucky with its D and goaltending to be at 500. (laughs) Calm down. Okay, first off, yes, it's very clear now. Jack Campbell is not back. Jay Woodcroft's on the hot seat. The Oilers' power play (laughs) has very clearly been figured out and lost its touch. Darnell Nurse is no different than the Darnell Nurse we saw last year. Um, what else have we missed? You nailed it. Warren Vogel still can't score on breakaways That's or Rodman rushes. That's a fair one. Yeah, that is That's fair. That's not an overreaction. That's a good evaluation. Um, oh, Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl have lost the locker room. I think that's one I saw last night. I see that. The team's just going to rely on them, and there's no respect between the I saw the a room. lot of Dreisaitl's pissy. Granted, he did take some dumb penalties. I actually, I do you want to talk about that a second? So there's my six overreactions. I don't think we missed anything. Oh, uh, they wouldn't have lost if Lavoie was in the lineup. <laughs> oh, God. Which, oh, you best believe there were people who were dead serious about that take. I uh, I was making a lot of tweets last night. I had a good time on Twitter. Me too. My favorite one I made, which I knew was going to get, I'm not going to lie, there was a bit of clickbait on my part. I put out there that the Oilers needed Ben Gleason tonight. And I think some people took it very seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Made me laugh. The others didn't need Ben Gleason. They needed effort is what they needed. Mm-hmm. Like all those overreactions, like you look at the first goal Vancouver got, what what there was no skill involved in that. Not in like a super negative way, but like Connor Garland just crashed the net hard and scored a goal. Make your own breaks though. Exactly. How many times did the Oilers go hard? And that's net? the point is that that goal basically just shows what Vancouver were doing all night. And the others scoring one goal on the power play shows what the Oilers were trying to do, but they couldn't get on the power play because they kept putting themselves in a penalty box. Yeah. Um, the discipline was an issue last night for the Edmonton Oilers. I just, again, like they lose one game to the Vancouver Canucks and I get that they got smoked, but the people who were legitimately like, 
well, this is what you get when you don't keep the best players from the preseason on your roster. Raphael Lavoie, here's a newsflash, was not great in the preseason. He was fine. He was good. Scored a couple of goals against AHL teams, but he wasn't great. And Lane Peterson wasn't great. Ben Gleason was really good, but come on, you're not keeping Ben Gleason on the roster over Philip Broberg. Like, let's be real here for a second, people. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Owen says it tongue in cheek. We would have won eight one with Gleason and Lavoie. Like, I agree. the people who were legitimately using this as a shot at Ken Holland. If the Oilers win on Saturday six one, do you think yeah. those people are going to come out and be like? Ah, damn, everything's okay. No, no, they'll sit there and be like, oh, God, lucky. Would have been 2-0 with Lavoie. Like, they're idiots. Yeah. Idiots. I, I'm i with you, Tyler. I yep. think, uh, look, I mean, obviously, the others need to be better, but there was no one who mm-hmm. wasn't in the lineup besides Matias Ekholm that would have yep. made any yep. kind of difference to this team. Yep. And that, I, to me, that is one thing that is strikingly alarming, is the absence of Ekholm is very noticeable. He's their best defensive he, defenseman. He is. And I, I, I'm i not saying the Oilers wouldn't have, would have won that game with Ekholm, no. but there was a significant difference from the Oilers before Ekholm and the Oilers after Ekholm mm-hmm. last season. And it shouldn't be that noticeable. Like, obviously, when you're missing one of your best players, you're going to know. Yeah. But, but boy, oh boy, to allow eight and to like the effort on some of the plays, there was one play in particular grinding my gears and jail like this one. Donnell Nurse went to wrap the puck around the boards to his defensive partner. And Evan Bouchard essentially just stood there and watched it like circle around. I think it was JT Miller picked it up on the boards and it was a chance. And it's they like, floated that backhander to the slot yeah, right by the circles. Was, and then also yeah. Nurse, like after doing that, just kind of floated to go cover yeah. a guy. I think McDavid was the centerman there. Didn't come back in the slightest to offer any sort of support. It was, it was, it was there so were some weird. ugly breakdowns. It was so weird. And I think Jay Hall. Jay Holland, <laughs> Jay Woodcroft uh, said it pretty well in his post game. Is like we had a preseason effort, and you know they walked through preseason for the most part mm. because again they played against almost nobody most nights. Yeah, I feel bad um, for Campbell. Okay, we'll I, I do that. have some legitimate things that I kind of want to break down enough with sort of the tongue and cheekiness. And no, I'm not trying to take shots at the fan base, but like again, I think some of the overreactions and people using this as an opportunity to take. Shots again, Holland. Shots at the way the Oilers are built. Like, I think it's cheap after one game. But there are some things that I saw last night that I didn't like. So let's get into a game breakdown for our friends at Alberta Blue Cross. Last night, not a great memory. But there will be plenty more great memories to be made throughout the year. Like on our nation vacations where our friends at Alberta Blue Cross help us out with travel insurance. ab.bluecross.ca slash travel. There's only one thing better than sharing memories. That's making new ones. Alberta Blue Cross's travel insurance protects your memories and more. Okay. There is... You, Aaron talked about pissy dry sidle. I, I've had enough of that. I kind of have too. I so frustrated. Okay, when you do it once or twice in a year and you get so pissed off that you go, you know what? We might lose this game, but I'm standing up for myself and you want to go do so whatever. Have at her. Enough though. You, he does it every single time something goes wrong. As soon as the Oilers go down 4-1, if I could fire up my Betway account and put money on Leon Drysettle taking a cross-checking or a slashing penalty, I would do it. And quite honestly, it stinks of a loser mentality. I, I, it's just enough, man. What are you trying to prove at this point? Mm. You're one of the best players in the NHL. You're supposed to be a leader in this hockey club. And you know what? This also goes for Connor a little bit last night. I was a little bit annoyed at him going around doing that too, but he doesn't do it as much <coughs> as Leon. I am just sick of the fucking attitude. Sorry to swear. I know I try not to swear on this show. I'm sick of the attitude of, 
oh, it's not going my way. I'm going to go slash someone. He did it in the preseason too. Some dude who is never going to be a factor in the NHL, Drysaddle skated down the ice and whacked him in the back of the leg. I am so sick of him taking these penalties. And the Oilers don't have a leadership problem. I'm never going to be someone who sits here and says that. But if shit keeps happening like it did last night, and you're two stars, instead of saying, hey, we're just going to go play hard and try to drag this team back into the fight and lead by example. Instead, it's just... Let's go take some penalties. Let's go slash yeah. and cross-check some guys. It's dumb. And then you know what else happens? There's these big scrums. We saw this with Matt Kachuk and Calgary all the time. I'm not saying it's at that level yet, but I'm just trying to use a comparison. That room got sick of standing up for him at one point. Mm. They got sick of having to go into the scrums because Matt Kachuk was running around when they were losing and slash and cross-checking guys and poking at the goalie. They got tired of it. It caused a rift. I don't think it's going to cause a rift in Edmonton, but it's something that I'm just absolutely sick of seeing. Yeah, I, I'm not really a fan of it either. I think every now and then it's kind of whatever, but it, it, it's happening a bit too often with Dreisaitl. Mm-hmm. The preseason one, I think, is a is a good example of it too. It's just like so unnecessary. And, you know, I'm not comparing it He did it, it twice in the third period. Yeah. What's the point? We sit here and like complain about Mark Stone being like a little yeah. cry-cry a little bit. And I know Dreisaitl didn't go out in the media and say anything, but it's like, yeah, like, you're kind of doing a little bit of the same in, in some regards, not quite as extreme as what Stone went to, but it's like you can gain some momentum from scoring a couple of goals in the third period and then going into Saturday's game, be like, hey, boys, we actually we got three against these guys the other day. We can score goals against them. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I think the others are a mentally strong enough team to to wipe this game out of the picture anyway. Mm-hmm. But you can gain something from this, from last night's game still. And um, being in the penalty box and working on your penalty kill a little bit more isn't a positive thing to do in game one of the NHL season. Jake is in just coming off my rant. There's a reason there's an overreaction, Tyler. It's because of the expectations set by the team and management and the fans. When people don't perform and lose like that, people will react. Yeah. And I'm not sitting here saying we shouldn't, I'm disappointed. I'm very, I was very upset last night at the way that game went. Yeah. I think there's a difference between being like, God damn it. They need to show up better than that. And in sitting there and being like, Oh, Ken Holland, bad GM. Oh, Jay Woodcroft's a bad coach. Oilers have been figured out. Like that's an overreaction. I think a normal reaction to all of this is is what a lot of you are feeling in the chat. Like, yeah, pissed off that they played that way. I have the utmost confidence they're going to roll the Canucks on Saturday. I think it's just, it's ripe for a bounce back. I do still believe that Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl are going to go out there on Saturday and lead by example and go do what they do best. And that is pile up a ton of goals. It'll get better. But that doesn't make what they did last night any less frustrating. Pradineski's in. Drysettle takes way too many trash penalties. Calm, TF down, take it out on the scoreboard. Do you know what? Yeah. Just lay a heavy hit. Like, I'm not I'm not going to sit here and be upset if Drysettle goes in for a heavy hit and, you know. Like, it, like, 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 it, he right? plays with emotion. I would love uh, to see I'm, him just straight up play with emotion. But that's not even emotion. He goes in two hands a guy or cross checks a guy. And then just turns around and goes right to the penalty box. And it's like, yeah. go hit him. Yeah. Go drop a shoulder into a dude. Pedersen blew up Cody CC in that, that Augie game. Hit. He knocked him back into the mountain time zone. I think his soul left his body. Yeah. yeah. Go Confirm. do that, man. That's like good physical engaged hockey. Yeah. Going and floating around and not taking a hard stride for the final 30 feet when you go off the ice for a change. And then losing the puck and turning around, whacking a guy in the back of the leg. That's not emotion. That's yeah. not the kind of shit you want your leaders to be doing. Yeah. I'm uh I'm with you. Tom. Sergeant Battle nailed it. You can play with a with emotion without going hacking and slashing. Hundred percent. Yeah, and you you look at it too, and it's so del- he doesn't even try and make it not obvious. <laughs> no, he doesn't because he's because he's he's he done giving a shit it. in that yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, which is not good. 
not good. Yeah. I, yeah. Gone. Well, I think we're, we're good there. Jake is in. Can we talk about the brilliant yet frustrating third line Holloway, McLeod, and Fogel? If there is one player who I think could sit there in the room at the end of the game and at least in their own heads go, I thought tonight went okay. I think it's Dylan Holloway. Yep. He was crashing and banging. Yeah. He was generating some nice looks. I really, really was encouraged by what we saw from Holloway. And although they didn't score, I thought the third line, that that keep them together, Woody. I was going to say, if it wasn't Holloway, it was... Fogel it was Warren Fogel, yeah. It was those the two three players. of them all had reasonable games, and I know Holloway took the one penalty, but it was kind of it was a competitive penalty. Mm-hmm. And we spoke about it before the season started. I believe we spoke about it with Frank yesterday too. Like you need that third line to to show up yep. and show good speed on the forecheck, and that's exactly what they did last night. They had a lot of good Ozo time when other things weren't going well for the team. Let me give deep, you- bang bodies, yep. get the puck Bingo. back. Let me give you. Some- let me give you some numbers here. Uh, 33% of their shifts started in the offensive zone, which means 67% of the time they were starting in the neutral or the D zone. Despite yeah. that, at five on five, the scoring chances were seven nothing. The shots were three one and the shot attempts were nine to two when that trio was on the ice. They played together more than any Oilers trio, six minutes and 28 seconds at five on five numbers, courtesy of natural stat trick. Um, that was the most consistent Oilers line last night. And that is on one hand, nice to see. On the other hand, wildly disappointing. Yeah. Uh, a couple of people were just asking, actually, uh, some status on Holloway, because I believe he left the game at some point. Or he, Woodcroft said he's going to play on Saturday. So I'll get there. Okay. Just saying the consistency, it frustrated me that Ken Holland didn't, uh, Ken Holland again, Jay Woodcroft didn't allow the Lions to gain some symmetry. You know, like there was points where it's like Connor Brown is, is, Playing with Derek Ryan and Yamak for like shifts. And I get it. It's 11 and 7. Part of it's the 11 forward. Uh, yeah. But also the next shift, like McDavid's just with Dry and you don't see Brown there. It's like mm-hmm. it's game one. I get it. The game's gone, but you got to try and build something up here. Connor Brown played, he played more time with Nuge and Kane than he did with Dry and McDavid. 734 so with Nuge, 725 with Kane, and then 450 with Dry 450 with McDavid. I hate that so much. Like, this Three team, seconds with Zach Hyman. This team is good enough to split up McDavid and Dreisaitl. We don't. Yeah, I didn't like that to first be a game. Trust that yeah. in your players' ability. Sure. Like sometimes I think it's great. Like when they do it right after a penalty kill or something like that. Like great idea. Like utilize those guys, of course. But like Connor Brown wasn't brought in to play with Vander Kane and Nugent Hopkins. He was brought in to play with McDavid. Well, and this Same is. Kane. I don't know if paradox is the right word for it. Conundrum maybe is what I'm looking for. But here's the thing. If every time you go down in a game, if you mm-hmm. think your best slash only chance to come back is to put McDavid and Drysaddle together, then play them together all the time. Yeah. Right? Like you're either better with them together or you're better with them separate. The idea that like we're down in a game, now we go to this. I do you, I know I'm probably doing a poor job of articulating it, but do you see the dots I'm kind of connecting yeah, here? It's like sure. if your best chance to outscore an opposition by three goals over the course of 40 minutes is to play them together and son of a bitch play them together the whole game. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm completely with you, Tyler. And, and I, I want them split up. I, I want don't them want them together. Too. I, again, this team is good enough. Like Nugent Hopkins at a hundred points last season. Mm-hmm. Evander Kane had 16 goals and played half a year. Like Connor Brown is legit. Zach Hyman just came off a career year. Why can't you just trust those guys to play with McDavid and Dreisaitl? Yeah, and you know what? The chat's agreeing with us too. The Century Mile Racetrack and Casino YouTube chat, Sergeant Battle. I'm pissed off about how quickly they went to the nuclear option. QF Pro, 
I'm over the blender. Ryan and Sharp, stop the blender. Yeah. People are whatever. Also, I'm sorry for swearing so much. I do care. I am passionate. I love a good spicy Tyler. Yeah. And I knew we were going to get this today. You didn't come on after dark last night because you said you had takes to fire off. This is what I wanted. I also didn't go on after it because I wanted to calm down a little bit. And I was like, I don't know if this is like an accurate reflection of how I feel at 11 o'clock at night at a bar. But um, all right. Let's talk Jack Campbell. Not on him. I will firmly say that. It's not on him, but it's also not not on him. That's how I feel too. Because you watch the game. It's like, okay, so Jack Campbell has four, gets pulled, mm-hmm. Skinner comes in, allows four. Mm-hmm. Actually, on identical shot counts too. Yep. But boy, oh boy, a save would have gone a long way. Like, and I'm not going to sit here and say it's his fault because it was not by any means Jack on Jack Campbell. But man, if you could make one huge save. Yeah. Maybe we're talking about a different hockey game here. The best of one, the, well, there was four of them. Uh, the one that deflected in, that's, that one yeah, just whatever. sucks. That's a bit of a backbreaker. I don't know. I just wish he could have. I felt like he one. was making some saves I in the first too. period when they had like their six consecutive shots in a row. Yeah. He was turning them all down. But then quickly the wheels did fall off. But as you said, Tyler, both of them got lit up. So I'm not reading too much into Yeah, them. I'm not either. What was his, what were the expected goals last night? See, I have no idea. I don't know if I ever. Here's question. my thing on even that Besser goal where you're like, hey, it, you it's too. a lucky goal because it got batted in or whatever. Didn't track it very well. He also kicked the first rebound right into the slot, yeah. which is a Jack Campbell problem from last year, right? Like I'm watching right now, pass across, shot on, kicked right into the middle of the ice. Okay, well, like don't kick that one into the middle of the ice and. The, the Canucks don't have a chance for a second. And also Oilers maybe grab that rebound a little bit better. Like again, like I'm not sitting here to just rip Jack Campbell. I'm still on the Jack Campbell bounce back train. I still believe that's Choo-choo. happening to some extent this year, but it, you know, the Demko did, wasn't, he was good, but he was he good, but he, he didn't get pushed yeah. too much. There was the one two as well. When, um, they got three chances. I think it might've been the Pedersen goal. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, like the first one was quite a big rebound as well. Yeah. And he's just like, yeah, the rebounds are a bit of a, a problem with him, but Campbell will be back. He'll be fine. Hopefully. Who you start tomorrow or Saturday? Skinner. I, th- I feel like that was yeah. the Tuesday. plan. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't think you, you don't deviate from that no. just because Jack Campbell's or the team in front of Campbell was poor for the first 30 minutes. Yeah. Tyler Mulek says, I don't think any of the goals were really on him. And, and like, I agree. Like there was nothing there. That was so egregious that I was like, oh my God. Like my first reaction to any to those goals was never soup's gotta have it. No, mine neither. Then when you read back and watch mm-hmm. run back and watch you and see that oh there was you a can make the case, yeah. Like, oh, okay. But still in but, the moment, whatever. he was fine. Uh Kyle says I'm hammering the over whenever Campbell's in net. I mean, hammering the over in pretty much every Oilers game yeah. is probably a safe call. They're a threat at both ends of the ice, it seems. <laughs> that's a so, nice way to put that that was a nice way to put that yeah that's how Frank described the Montreal Canadiens to me and I was like yeah the Montreal Canadiens speaking of games last night they are going to be an automatic overbet for me until they can prove they're yeah, not the, that was a fun game actually to watch Leon the vibes Dreisaitl- were so high in Greta before the game started it was an unreal time Tyler was sweating out his bet oh but you went puck line for the Leafs yeah puck line for the Leafs and puck line for the Oilers <laughs> zoink we're back <laughs> yeah, we we uh, we are most certainly back. Um, Pro pickle juice oiler fan. That's a hell of a name. It's a great name. Yeah, I'll read the comment. You've seen Gretzky saying to never try clear through the middle of the ice, and then three giveaways where Oilers trying to clear in the middle of the ice. It was like, yeah, I I 
the giveaways were ugly. Like if I'm ranking the reasons the Oilers lost last night, lack of drive, number one. I know that is like so cliche hockey bro analysis, but like they did not go hard into a corner once outside of Dylan Holloway. Evander Kane, I don't know if he played last night. He was quiet. quiet. He didn't have a shot on goal, did he? There's no way. It might have had one in the first 10 minutes. Okay, maybe he had one in the first 10 minutes. Did he lay a hit? I don't know. I honestly kind of forgot. Vander Kane. Yeah, I had forgot two he shots. existed. Now she actually said that. And they credited him with a team high five hits. I could not tell you one of them. He was dash four. That's surprising <laughs> to me, actually, that they gave him five hits. I did not notice dash a single four. hit. I thought he was invisible. Yeah, he was quiet. He had a quiet yep. night. So, like, lack of that drive and jam from pretty much everyone there is number one. Discipline, I think, is number two. If you yes. stay out of the box, different hockey game, you're not giving up momentum as much. Hmm. Number. Three is giveaways, although giveaways probably could have been number two. Giveaways, discipline, or hand in hand. And then four is maybe Campbell. Maybe. And I'd be open to a suggestion on something to put higher because I feel bad even putting that. I would put defensive play ahead of Campbell. Giveaways, defensive play. Yeah, defensive zone structure. Sure, put that there. Campbell goes five. And then, yeah, sure. Long, long list of things that went really, really wrong for the Edmonton Oilers last night. Yeah. there's When you watch those games, it's... There's a lot to take away from it. And it's, I, I don't really like the, the cliche anymore that's like, throw the tape out the window. It's like, no, you should watch your shit game. Yeah. You, the Oilers <laughs> should be watching that. Yeah. So. Because he was, he was not good at all. Uh, they were not good at all. And, but you know what? It's a quick turnaround. They can come back and mm-hmm. they can do it again against the same opponent on Saturday. Revenge game. Revenge, Revenge game incoming. Game. Uh, today's show is going to be a little bit of a shorter one because mm-hmm. I think we're having a bit of a problem behind the scenes here at Nation HQ that we got to be off the air for, but that is all good. Um, we'll go for another little bit here. We'll t- keep taking some comments on the Century Mile Racetrack and Casino YouTube chat. Dave is in. Thoughts on the Nurse Bouchard pairing? I'm generally not sold on it. Can you convince me otherwise? No, no. I cannot. No. There was zero evidence from that hockey game last night that suggests to me that those two are capable of handling top pairing minutes. At the same time, what else are you going to do? <laughs> right? Like you can't play Broberg and DRNA there. What, what what could you do? Let's let's say Brett Kulak didn't let's give say the doesn't night. play on Saturday. Do you run you might just have to run the same six. Son of a bitch call up Gleason. Emergency recall Ben Gleason, bring him home. I don't know what you do. I have no idea. You I need think- that back so bad. This team's blue line may be more thin than I was willing to admit over the summer. Yes and no. I I don't know. With that going back, it's fine. With that going back, but that's <laughs> I don't know. It'd be like saying the Oilers forward group isn't good without McDavid. Like it's like yeah, because I think the Oilers forward group would probably be okay without McDavid. But that's what we thought without Ekholm. I know. Yeah. Like I think when you just lose a big piece like that, a guy who can play twenty plus minutes a night for you, and now you're asking Kulak and CC to, yeah. you're going to expose them a little bit more, and that's just what happened. Tyler Mulek, other than Nick Dowd, who are we trading for? We'll ask Frank next Wednesday. Yes, um, <laughs> let's keep uh, let's keep cruising along here. Uh, no star mechanical guest line today on the show, but David Quadrelli will be in studio tomorrow to help us get set for the rematch between the Oilers and Canucks. Let's get to our Betway other sports report for the day. Liam, I nailed my Leon Dreisaitl power play point last night. So also Bouchard, if you bet that, also did work. Uh, I wish I had. I had a... Nothing else went my way. I had a fun time before the game. Yeah. (laughs) After the game, not so much, but I did hit my goal goal call field. That's what I'm going to call him. Goal call field. field. He's scoring 50 this year. That was a great... I got plus 170. Did they call it back? No. Or did he score again? 
He scored the the one to give him the four three lead. Oh, or the five three lead, something like that. I, oh, I, too. I got the cash out for it. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. I think he also <laughs> scored when that got waived. Oh, well, that, back, so he's though. definitely scoring. 50. Yeah, he's definitely yeah. scoring fifty. And, uh, Matthews um, is scoring sixty. Oh yeah, he, dude, he looked, he looked good. good. I know Oilers fans <laughs> like to do like the little whatever with Matthews, but like he's he's nasty. He's, he's very good at hockey. He's and he's got that swagger and that look about him. I really, really enjoy watching Austin Matthews plays. Shoot me. Shoot me. Shoot me if you mind. I like watching Austin Matthews play hockey. Um, but he's legit. He's he looked really, really good. Um NFL tonight. Chiefs Broncos. Ten and a half. I might go. I might go all in on the ten and a half. I can't see Denver keeping this football game. That defense is so, it's the worst so thing bad. I've ever seen. So bad. But so, also, I could see them putting up some points. So I was what about the over? Same the game teams. teaser. Yeah. Knock the Chiefs down to four and a half. Okay. Knock the over down to forty-one and a half. Even money. Oh really? I like that. Oh, I'd like that. Forty. Very good. 40 with your squad ride. Yeah, let's squad ride. Air nux. Air nux. Squad ride. You're very squad good. Squad ride with in the teasing. chat. You're very good with teasing mm-hmm. your bets. I'm quite the tease. <laughs> oh, you're telling me, buddy. <laughs> uh, uh, did yeah. you hear the news about the football game tonight, though? I do not give a shit that Taylor Swift's There it is. There it is. Oh, it's, it's out of the news. Yeah, yeah. I don't care. Sick. Um, is there anything else from the football game tonight? Oh, one thing I'm going to bet on tonight. Oh, Rashid too. Rice over. Who? Rashid Rice. Never Take us over. Take us over. Okay. Um, one other thing tonight I'm going to be betting on, which I just got to find the odds quickly. Is because he's going to have a monster. You said he's going to score fifty. Jack Hughes plus one fifteen to score. Yeah, I've already locked in. I got three NHL bets I like tonight. I'm three and one to start the year with my recommended NHL bets for the Daily Faceoff show. I am going to keep track of my own bets this year. Yeah, but I don't think I'm going to include the Oilers within my bets. No, the Oilers challenge between me you and Jay will be separate. Okay, because I never bet with my head on the Oilers. No. I bet with my heart. Yeah. Everything else, I bet logically. Yeah, my NHL recommended bets are the ones I do on yes. DFO Live every day. They're three and one. Here they are for the day. New Jersey on the puck line, minus a goal and a half. New Jersey, oh. Plus 105. Who are they playing? Playing Detroit. Detroit, 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 yep. Detroit stinks. Uh, Jack Hughes to score. Lock it in. Yep, yep, yep. Columbus Blue Jackets money line. Oh, minus 112. They're at home, right? Yes. Taking on Philly, right? Yes, sir. Philly stinks, right? Yes, sir. Columbus has a bunch of new sexy additions to the lineup and Adam Fantilli making his debut. Giddy up. Patrick Liney's looking sick in the preseason. Giddy up. Adam Fantilli point might not be bad tonight. Adam Fantilli point. Let's go. Maybe a little Columbus Blue Jackets DFS deck. Hello. Um, anyway, shout out to our friends at Betway. We got a squad ride for the football game together. Let's go. And uh, three NHL bets. What do you like down on the NHL site? Sorry. I'm just looking right now. I think I'm going to go Kraken. I think Kraken could have beat Vegas. They were the pe- pesky. A yep, couple pesky. of posts. Missed a pretty bad chance. Even money. All right. So there you go. Crack. There you go. Shout out to our friends at Betway 19 plus. Please play responsibly. A uh, big shout out to everyone who came out last night to Greta, by the way. Again, I want to I want to relive that. Mm-hmm. Our boy Sergeant Battle. He yep. is Sergeant Battle is the he's the Phil Kessel of nation events. He doesn't miss one. <laughs> He's yes. in the lineup every single game. Yep. Iron I, man. I don't know. Iron man. I don't know, Tristan. I don't know if you had a hot dog last night. Um, that, would make, that would make the analogy even better. I just realized that it was two dollar hot dogs. But Sergeant Battle's there. He's a dog. He's there. Doesn't we, miss a game. We met James. We met James from James. Uh, BC. Yeah. Uh, just moved here from uh, from BC. Yeah. Dave, I love. Dave there's nothing I love. Tyler Mulek. Yeah. There's I had me. never met Tyler Mulek before. Shout out to you, Tyler. Yeah. And he was as big a beauty as I imagined. Yeah. <laughs> so that's good. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Should we just be honest with the people? Yeah, I, I see. Yeah, let's be yeah. honest. We use the same laptop for our on-location shows in this show, yeah. and we forgot the charger, <laughs> so the laptop just hey, died. Hey, don't say we. I, just, I forgot. Well, the no, it's no, team. We're team. Yeah, we're and team. I left during takedown of the post game yesterday, before takedown of the post game yesterday. So I could have helped out too. We're we're not like the Toronto Blue Jays front office. We're I had not to do the here. Leafs this morning, so yeah. I did it at home, and I left the charger. That's my fault, chat. That's on me. We'll go for another couple minutes here because now I have none of my my teleprompters <laughs> gone. I have nothing. Uh, hey, let me host. I have your laptop. Yeah. Let's go. I will. I will just read some of the chat. Yeah, sure. Les says hi from up in Peace River. Great show today, guys. Shout out to Les. Please watch a different show. Watches a different time as well. Yeah, because this was <laughs> this was admittedly down. not our best work. <laughs> no, but we we do our best around here. Um, what we oh, oh Betway oh, stuff. Sure. Now I have Aaron's laptop. Oh, Aaron has mine. This is big. Betway. Anything else on Betway that you like tonight? No, I got my three plays there. Um, yeah, big shout out to everyone who uh, <laughs> someone <laughs> dry says, I knew it. Yeah, our laptop died. <laughs> We're a small operation. You know, some of these other shows you're watching, they got like five, six people behind the scenes that you never even hear of. It's literally the three of us. Yeah. <laughs> and then we go on location and other shows have a tech guy, a remote tech, someone running lines. It's literally it's us, just like, us three pulling up to Greta with our shit and grocery bags. So yeah, the people you see on the show that night, if we're live on location, the same people who said it. Yeah. <laughs> we have uh, more actual screens in this room than people. Yeah, we do. Oh, One, yeah. two, three, four, <laughs> Almost five. double. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah. Michael says, the inconsistency of this stream is so ironic. How? Because of the Oilers? Because of the Oilers? Uh, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Uh, Pro Pickle Juice, he's in from Fort St. John. Sure, Fort St. John. I got a great friend in Fort St. John. It was his birthday yesterday. Happy birthday, Connor. Colton is in, making a nine-hour drive for the home opener Saturday. Oilers hell, better show up for it. Yeah, I hope I dude. see you at the game. I will also be at the game. He might be in Fort St. John. I think it's about nine hours to the... Huh? Where are you from, Colton? <laughs> yeah, let us know, Colton. Let us know where you're driving in from. Uh, uh, all right, but anyways, it was a lot of fun last night. There is something. You mentioned the guy we met, James, on a very yes. emotional level. There is something that always hits me. When someone shows up to these uh, to our nation events just by themselves, yeah, it's cool, and is like, 
I just love the podcast. I wanted to come or like, I love the show. I wanted to come. And it's like, damn, like it's neat to have a friend like that, that you've, that we've just made from doing this show. And like, someone's yeah. like, that's what I want to do on my Wednesday. Night. I don't want to hang out with the boys. Yeah. That was a cool one. I had a, I had a cool interaction. Aaron was there for it. Right. As we were setting up, I think it was journey and a mission. Yeah. It was fantastic. I, the name is escaping me and I'm sorry, but this lady came up to me. She said, Liam, thank you for introducing me to Jones barbecue. And massage. <laughs> <laughs> she said, my kids hate it, but I love it. So thank you. And she was so she genuinely was like, genuine thank you, it, Liam. Yeah. Thank you. So you're welcome. I wish more people knew about Jones barbecue. <laughs> and massage. Sergeant battle, not, not expected or uh, being compared to Phil Kessel. Not ex- what I was expecting today. Compliment. It's a term of endearment. <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah. We love Phil. I love yeah, we love Phil. I thought it was funny last night. That happened. We haven't discussed this, but when we did the t-shirt toss, <laughs> you're like, hey, I need you, you to throw these around. And I just started throwing them. And then you're like running around the bar, but my feet didn't move. And I threw it. It was like, yeah, we got to get the crowd hype right now. So we're going to do a little t-shirt toss. We're going to have both Ken and Barbie throw them out. Tyler's all ready to go around the bar. Liam stands still, throws three shirts in the same area. And then just go. It's like it's like you were at it's like you're at the NFL combine, and it was like go. You're like bang, 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 boom, arm, the arm on that guy. Three different people got him. Three different people got him. But the one I threw right straight was an absolute lazy game. Yeah, it was a it was an awesome night. We obviously had to dress up as Ken and Bobby. After all, wasn't as terrible as I thought. No, I did think you. Well, I was very upset about it, as you know. I did not hide my frustration. Wasn't bad. Wasn't it bad. wasn't bad. I had a fun time with it. I'm very happy. I had a fanny pack with my outfit. Why? But it still didn't protect me as much as I thought it was. No, I, there well, were some comments. I wore an extra pair of shorts. You did, and it, I think it helped me out quite a bit. The wig. I don't know if a wig is my thing. It's itchy. Yeah. I didn't like it. Um, but next year we're coming back, and we're we're doubling down on this bet. Yeah, we're gonna we're, we're gonna, gonna win. Guys, hard next year. Yeah. And they're going to be dressing up next year. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it'll oh. be bad. And hey, oh, it'll be bad. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, Mike Super D, bad. will you be doing more weeknights at Greta? The plan is to do more parties at Greta. Um, well, here, hey, that nice picture up. Sorry, I didn't oh, know we flashed up here. the picture because I don't have a monitor up. anymore because yeah. it's dead. Um, but I didn't know you flashed up the picture of us with James. That was very, very nice. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> God, take it off. Take <laughs> it off. Uh, yeah, that is. Oh, I got a lot ridiculous. of photos of you last night. <laughs> also, I think we made a good choice going with t-shirts underneath just because like not even from an embarrassment thing which would have been a factor yeah but also just people don't need to see us it like that didn't fit mine did not fit you <laughs> yeah you're, well because they bought us shocker, lady, they bought shocker, us lady yeah. sizes they were lady size so mine was an xl women's which is probably what a medium men's maybe yeah maybe. mine was a women's large oh my goodness it was so tight i had to cut the bottom it was literally ripping yeah. on me you guys Bring, looked awesome. You Bring were the Cassian Holmes says, with the wig, I look like Ellen DeGeneres. That's what my roommate said to me last That's day when I got home. Is. He goes, Tyler looked just like Ellen. Uh, all right. Okay. We uh, we could probably wrap this thing up a little bit early today. Uh, tomorrow, we got our boy David Quadrelli. It's a Friday edition of the show as well. Also, if you need more content, real life pod dropping this afternoon and a new episode of Oilers Nation Radio dropping tomorrow and Saturday. I know last year we would have done Oilers Nation every day at the normal time on a game day on a Saturday. That is not the case now because pre-gaming with Boardsy is taking <clears> over. So 7 o'clock start tomorrow from here at the Nation head offices. Uh, pre-gaming yes. with Boardsy on Saturday should be a lot of fun. That'll be awesome. Is yeah, it just the two of you again? I think so. We'll yeah. see if we find Yeah, third. I think so. We'll see who Who's comes on in. After Dark that night? 
Bad yeah. milk, baby. Bad, bad milk wine. was a treat last night on yeah, After Dark. And I'm sure the people in the chat here know what I'm talking about. But dude, pre-gaming last night was awesome. That was a great vibe. Thank you to everyone who was yep. in the chat watching. And you had to be subscribed to get in that chat. So thank you very much. And if you stuck around for After Dark, A, I'm sorry. But B, yeah. thanks for hanging out with Liam and I. <laughs> Liam looked yeah. too good to not put him on camera. I did feel Revenge you know, game Saturday. I was feeling pretty fly last night. So I had to put on that bathing suit. <laughs> I also I feel better that we vented a little bit. Uh about the Oilers today. I feel better about the team now. Yeah. I feel like we got a lot off our chest. I yelled about Connor and Leon a little. I'm sorry, boys. I meant it, but I don't love saying it. Um, You're a fan too. You're Jack Campbell. To- we'll get there, buddy. We'll get there. Everyone else, pull up your pull up your bootstraps. Is that what they say? Something like that. Pull up your socks. Pull up your socks. Ah, just, I don't know. <laughs> Saturday is a new day. Home opener Saturday should be a lot of fun. Uh, big shout out to Star Mechanical, Sherwood Ford, the giant mm-hmm. sports closet. Alberta Blue Cross, Greta, Star, I said Star Mechanical, and uh, Century Mile Racetrack and Casino. Boom. Don't even need my ad sheet anymore. Cornerstone? Cornerstone Insurance as well. Thanks everyone who tuned in on the YouTube. Hit the like button, hit the subscribe button before you go, and we'll chat again tomorrow at noon mountain time. See you. Thank you for watching Oilers Nation every day. Hit the subscribe button to never miss a show. And for more, visit OilersNation.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.